Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dear Graham, an episode in which Amelia and Adam um, review movies and maybe other media, but so far only movies for Graham. I'm Amelia. I'm Adam. Uh, it's a podcast. What did I say it was? You said an episode. It's an episode of a podcast. Yeah, but you just said an episode where we review movies. Okay. We're doing one movie. <laughs> just one today. <laughs> just one. And we only ever do one. Is that, is that your point? Yeah. Great. All right. The movie that we're reviewing this week is Big Trouble in Little China. It's a classic of cinema. Starring Kurt Russell and um, Samantha from Sex and the City. Kim Cattrall. Mm-hmm. Also, um, a person whose character name is Egg. Yeah. And a person whose character name is Wang. Yes. That's real. Yeah. We'll touch on that. Yeah. So, um, big trouble in in this movie. Um, Kurt Russell plays Jack Burton, who is a semi truck driver. Yes. He drives a truck. What's the name on the truck? The Pork Chop Express. Yes, he drives the Pork Chop Express, which is a semi truck, but it's not pulling anything. No. It's well, just... it is in the beginning. Oh, okay. Is when it... he drives into San Francisco, we're doing this movie because it takes place in San Francisco, and we just got back from San Francisco. Yes. We're going to do, it's going to be like a full month of San Francisco because we're recording them all in the week that we get back. Correct. So um, Jack Burton um, drives into San Francisco on his semi-truck. The Pork Chop Express. The Pork Chop Express. He plays his friend Wang in a game of poker. Um, I don't think it is poker. It's, it's a game like poker, but I'm not familiar with what game it actually is. Yeah, A card game. It's a card game. And um, Getting bogged down. Wang says, double or nothing. And Wang loses. But he doesn't have the money, so Kurt Russell then takes him to the airport. Well, he says double or nothing on that he can slice a bottle in half with a knife. Yeah, he can't. Just, like, slice a bottle in half. He can't do it. He can't do it. And so then they go to the airport to pick up Wang's fiance, whom yes. he has not seen in five years. I don't think this woman has a single line in the whole movie. She doesn't. But also, I think you're you're burying the lead that Kurt Russell basically has a podcast. We're going to get into that later. Okay, fine. We'll get into that later. Um, so anyway, they go to pick up his 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 fiance named Mao Yin, but yes. they go back and forth between saying Mao Yin and Miao Yin, and yeah. we had subtitles on, and it's spelled M-I-A-O-W, much like in Star Wars when they go back and forth between Han and Han. God, that's annoying. And it's just because they didn't have it organized and they didn't know which one it was. I think much the same with Mao Yin. Anyway, so they're at the airport. Meanwhile, Samantha is also at the airport picking up another woman, Tara, I'm pretty sure her name is. She also is very unimportant to the plot. It doesn't have a single line. I don't think we ever see her again. We do briefly, but it's unimportant. And um, a, a Chinese gang from Chinatown comes yeah. to the airport and abducts both Tara and Mao Yin. Yes. And then they have to go rescue them. And both of these women are Chinese women with green eyes. Yes. And so it turns, so they... Um, no, wait, hang on. Um, only They only abduct Mao, Mao, Mao Lin? Mao Yin. Mao Yin. Um, they only abduct her. They are going to abduct Tara, but she is saved by Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah. And then they abduct Mao Lin. Yeah. So... They have abducted these people because the the head of the one gang is like a legendary bad guy from Chinese mythology that I'm sure was made up for this movie. Uh, I Googled it. It's a composite of several legendary Chinese uh, myths. Composited by white people. John Carpenter. 
a white man. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, he is is immortal. He's a cursed person who was real bad a, a several thousand years ago who was cursed of into immortality. Yeah, I'd like to talk about why they do that in move in, in myth and legend all the time because if somebody's bad in ancient times, they should have just killed him. They should have just killed him. I'm not pro death penalty. But in ancient times, instead of give, granting this person immortal life where they're going to be super angry because they have some sort of eternal punishment that makes them unhappy all the time, mm-hmm. just kill them. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. you brought that up That's during the movie. I yeah. Did. I think it's just it's, – it's kicking the ball down the road. It's just making that person somebody else's problem. So the reason that they've abducted these women or abducted the one and tried to abduct the other is like this, this dude's curse – can only be broken if he marries a woman with green eyes. So anyway, of course, these people are taken into various brothels. So then Jack Burton and his friends have to break into the brothels and, like, pretend that they're looking for a woman, well, mostly Jack, with green eyes to, like, try to find – it's scuzzy, you know. And um, then event they go through. They're not in this brothel. So then they go into this fortress – type thing that posits itself as <laughs> Adam found Naya I can't. Hey Naya. What are you doing? Keep going. She's shaking her head. Um so anyway they break into where the the um the person's really being held and then the Chinese bad guy, what's his Lao mm, Lopan? Lopan. Great David Lopan. David Lopan, yes. Yeah. Because in China Three millennia ago, everybody's first name was David. I get the feeling he's changed his name over time. Maybe so. Like he's ab- he's adopted a new identity. I think the white man made it up. The white man who... John Carpenter? Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, John Carpenter definitely made it up. All right. And so anyway, so they're um, going to get married and they're like... And oh, also, um, by this point, Samantha from from Sex and the City yeah. um, has Gracie also, Law. Gracie, Gracie Law is her character name. She has also been abducted. Terrible acting in this. Oh, yes. Very bad it's by Gracie really Law. But you know, she ended up making a million billion dollars with Sex and the City. So power to sure. her. She made it work. Um, and so they're both like hypnotized. They're both going to get married. She's also not hypnotized. Like she's hypnotized, but then all of a sudden she's not. And they don't explain how she broke free of that. But then they hypnotize her again. And you can tell because her eyeballs are white. I don't know. And Lopan is being real rapey and like yeah. wishing he had a body so he could consummate his marriage. And it's weird because he gross. does have a body. Yeah, but he still is like reaching through people. Yeah, he doesn't really make sense as a as a figure. No. So anyway, they fight. Um, their friend Egg comes in. Egg is he drives a tour bus through Chinatown. He's an elderly Chinese gentleman. I don't remember his last name. His first name is apparently Egg. Um, and Egg's got a little bit of sorcery, so he does zip zap with some lightning, and they yeah. fight. I kind of get the feeling there's more to Egg than they show us in the movie. Like he I don't think is, there's more to anybody. Like he is also like some kind of ancient Chinese being. I don't know about I'm that. Gonna, I'm gonna say yes. That's not in the movie. No, but I, I inferred it. <laughs> okay, and. Um, so anyway, they fight, they win. Mao Yin, who has had no lines, makes out with Wang, her fiance, in the car. Gracie Law goes, wow, just look at that. Doesn't that make you feel good? That's a real line that this person says. The one-liners in this movie are, quite frankly, We're going to get to them. They're amazing. I'm going to recap first, and then we'll spend the next half. We're basically done with the recap. I think we are. And then everything goes back to normal. 
Um, Gracie Law wants to hook up with Jack Burton, but he says, baby, I play the road. For no reason. Yeah. For no reason. They've not liked each other this whole movie. Well, he's liked her. I don't think he has. She's a woman. He's liked her. Well, yeah, he's he's been he's looked, but I don't yeah. think he's liked her. Um, and and um, he and then another woman character who I've not mentioned, and I'm not even going to go into because she's not interesting either. She's a reporter. Oh yeah. Um, she Jack Burton's leaving, and she says, "Aren't you even going to kiss her goodbye?" And Gracie Law like bats her eyes at him, and he goes. No. <laughs> then he leaves. So good. It's so good. <laughs> then, I don't know why that character's in the movie. The reporter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She doesn't need to be Gracie there at Law all. could have been the reporter. Oh, she could have. Absolutely. Okay. So that's basically the movie. Yes. So now I want to get into the one-liners in this movie, can which we, are phenomenal. Just so we don't forget in our 20-minute mm-hmm. window, can we touch on the racism? Oh, I thought I... Yes. I thought that that was implied. Absolutely, okay. we can. Sure. So... A lot of the criticism about this movie, whenever it came out, um, was that it is a stereotypical portrayal of Chinese people. Just like ridiculously over the top. It's very over the top. It's it, it's so over the top. Like it's it's crazy over the top. Yeah. Um, and that Kurt Russell comes in and saves the day as a white person. Jack Burton comes in and saves the day. I agree with the stereotypical part. Uh, Kurt Russell in this movie, definitely does not save the day. He bungles his way through the whole thing. Uh, In the big fight at the end, the fight opens up with Kurt Russell shooting straight up into the air, and he shoots the ceiling, and part of the ceiling falls down on his head and knocks him out for like the first five minutes of the fight. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He is, he's bad. Yeah. He's not good. However, still a racist film. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. Yeah, still a very... So anyway, the one-liners and uh, should we talk more about that or can no? We yeah, I mean, if you if you feel we can move on, I'm fine with moving on. I just felt like that had to be said. I feel like I'm not going to say anything that hasn't already been said about the overt racism of this the Chinese people in this movie, written by John Carpenter. John Carpenter, who directed the thing, which a is white good. Man. Kurt Russell again, and also the characters keep saying things like ancient Chinese mysticism says, like yeah. just making stuff up. They're just making stuff up. Yeah. Kurt Russell's great. Or, like, maybe adopting, but, like, were any writers Chinese? I have not researched. Don't know. I would say probably we not. Have, we have a strict no Googling rule, so can't say. Yes. Okay, but the one-liners in this film. So when we when we meet Jack Russell. Jack Russell? Jack, Jack Burton. Jack Burton. Played by Kurt Russell. Played by Kurt Russell. He's driving around in his semi. He's talking on his little walkie-talkie. His CB, CB radio. To nobody. Nobody is responding nobody to Nobody responds in the entire film. And he just is manically monologuing this tough guy BS. He's, yeah, he says, uh, you know what my, ex, my ex-wife always said you drive too fast and i always said honey it's in the reflexes or something like that yeah and it doesn't make any doesn't sense make, and he's eating like a giant sandwich yes. like a sandwich that's much too large yes and then at one point and in the beginning this is i think i said when we first meet him he's on he's on his little walkie-talkie his cbd CBD? CB radio. CB radio. CB? And he's going yeah. okay now the next time some punk is slamming your favorite face into a brick wall and he says, buddy, have you paid your dues yet? You look him right in the eye and you tell him what old Jack Burton always says. At times like this, old Jack Burton always says, yeah, buddy, the check is in the mail. 
Yes, it's, that's a, it. it's a ridiculous thing. Oh, it's so good. And then it ends um, when he's like going out to uh, drive his pork chop express. The pork chop express. Again. Yes. He goes back. Does, he And then he goes back on his little radio. And he's just casually talking. He's just like, he's to had nobody. this ridiculous experience. Like he's almost died probably 20 times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just insane experience. And then he just gets in his car and he's like, on nights like this, Jack Burton likes to say, "Yeah, boy, it's raining a lot." <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's got really, really good lines throughout he's got the really whole movie, delivered perfectly by Kurt Russell. Yes, for the record, who and his character is always a little angry that he's in situ- yep. the situation. Yep, and I really think Kurt Russell is a little angry that he's in that situation. You know, Kurt Russell was almost Han Solo. He would have been a he good was like Han Solo. Next in line, so the story goes. He, he would have been next, a great number yeah. two for Han Solo. He probably wouldn't hate Star Wars as much as Harrison Ford does. I think that's part of the charm for you, at least. I love Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah you he's love great. how much he hates Star Wars. I do. How can you not? What other lines does Kurt Russell have in this film that are well, good? He has a ton, but Gracie Law also has. Oh yeah, but I wanted to finish Kurt Russell okay. before we move on. All right. Um, what other lines does Kurt Russell have? Um. No, I don't know. And you can't Google. So yeah, that's true. You have anyway, to watch and find out. A lot of good lines. Does he say, forget it, buddy, this is Chinatown? No, that's from the movie Chinatown. This is not Chinatown? This, this is, is Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> that's, forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. Okay. That's a very different movie. So, and then Gracie Law, when, it's not even when we first meet Gracie Law because she's already been on screen and yes. she's already had lines. We've met her, I think, twice at this point, at least once. But she enters the room, which is like a shop, a little it's shop. It's a Chinese that, restaurant. Yeah, that I think Wang's family owns. Yeah, he owns it. Oh, Wang owns it. Okay, in... Chinatown. Yeah. And she comes in the she comes in the room and nobody even looks up and she do, she goes just like this. She goes, Don't be alarmed, it's just me, Gracie Law. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim Cattrall, by the way, delivers that line terribly. It's the exact opposite. I probably did it too good. Yeah, honestly. Don't yes. be alarmed, it's just me, Gracie Law. <laughs> yeah, Kim Cattrall in this movie is the exact opposite of Kurt Russell, who who has found just the perfect tone. Of anger. Of anger. Yes. And just frustration. <laughs> and Kim Cattrall is, yes. is too perky. Oh, she's perky, but she's also clearly bored. And so her Samantha voice in Sex in the City is kind of like lowered yeah. and sultry. This is high pitched. And it's high pitched and breathy the whole time. She delivers every line just like this. Don't You're be so alarmed. Right. It's just me, Gracie Law. And she doesn't ever turn it off. It's like this the whole movie. I would be annoyed too if I had to talk like this all the time. Yeah. Ugh. You know, fun fact, neither Kim Cattrall nor the uh, other actor uh, had green eyes. They uh, both had to wear green contacts. Oh, yeah. I think I forgot to mention that's why Lao Pan. No, we say, yeah, we, we, did we, we say because yeah. Gracie Law has green eyes? Yeah, and he's been waiting 2,000 years for a Chinese person with green eyes. But apparently, he if didn't consider. He didn't consider <laughs> Gracie Law, who also has green. He didn't consider. And as a that, blonde white woman. That he could marry a non-Chinese person. Yeah, and he, it's not even like, my God, I don't have to marry, you know, I it could marry anybody. It didn't occur to him. It's more, my God, this woman has green eyes. Yeah, it didn't even occur to him that he doesn't have to marry a Chinese person. No, but it still didn't occur to him. He just did, happened he just upon like, Gracie Law. And he was like, oh yeah, green eyes, okay. She Great. Can, she can come too. Yeah. There was, I think, one other thing I wanted to say about Gracie Law. She definitely refers to herself first name, last name again. Oh, multiple times. 
it's me, Gracie Law. That's her defining character trait. I think she says that on the phone one time. I think she says, it's me, Gracie Law. <laughs> her defining character trait is that she has to make sure everyone knows her first and last name. Yes. And everyone also, when she comes in and says, don't be alarmed, it's me, Gracie Law, everyone kind of rolls their eyes. Yes. Like even the characters are like, oh my God. Yes. Gracie Law's back. Gosh. Okay. Any other uh, great lines in that movie we want to touch on? Well, I want to touch on briefly the fact that uh, th- um, the bad guy has three people underneath him who mm-hmm. do a ridiculous dance down an aisle at one point. They do. They're wearing straw hats that are shaped like lampshades. Well, that's when we first meet them. That's the basis for the Mortal Kombat character. Um, oh, crap. The Mortal Kombat guy with lightning. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Raiden? Raiden. I think it's Raiden. But yeah, they do. They do a dance. They, they're they shirtless before the wedding. Mm-hmm. When, but they're shirtless before the wedding and they each have a weapon that looks horribly impractical. And yeah. they like slow motion walk down an aisle and just like swing their weapon and take a step and then swing their other weapon and take a step. And the weapons are like, like shaped like bear claws. Yeah. Like the pastry. <laughs> yeah. For like five minutes. Yeah. It's really it's long. It's really like long. Five minutes of real time sitting it's watching really the TV. really long. Yes. Um, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention was it must be a PG-13 movie because it they used the F word one time. And it's a good use. It is. Kurt, am I allowed? Yeah. Wait, is this a PG-13 podcast? Am I saying the F word one time? Uh, I would have to mark it explicit. So let's just censor it. Okay. He punches a wall and he says, F word. And that's it because <laughs> he can't it. get through the wall. <laughs> it's so good. That was good. Kurt Russell, just terrific. Oh. Love, love him and everything he's in. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's about all I wanted to talk about the movie before we decide if we want to um, recommend it to Graham. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I could talk about this movie for probably days. Well, we but don't have I'm, days. I'm good with wrapping up there. Okay, yeah. so would we recommend this movie to Graham? I think wholeheartedly yes. Yes. Acknowledging that it is a racist movie. Yes, I 100% agree. Um, it is simultaneous. It, you kind of have to see it to understand what it is. And also, they're talking about remaking it with The Rock. <gasps> because are you serious? Yeah, because everything is remade with the rock. Oh Jumanji, my gosh. Jumanji's pretty good. Um, yeah, they're talking about remaking it. We with the should rock. rename our podcast something about the rock. Dear sh- the, the Rock. rock. <laughs> <laughs> we That's got, it. <laughs> I a, you know, the rock has come up like I think three every or four podcast. Times. Almost, every, almost every podcast. It's because he's everywhere. Ugh. You can't escape him. He's also he's exactly what we look for in a movie. Very over yeah, the top. He's very probably over the top. an action movie. Yeah, but not that many guns. He doesn't have a ton of guns in his movies. Uh, Fast and Furious. Oh, that's Five, why I don't like those movies. We talked about the one. That was, all right, whatever. No guns in that uh, movie. No guns in that fight scene. Kurt Russell, by the way appeared with The Rock in Fast and the Furious 6 and 7. Oh, my. So we're going to have to check those out because Kurt Russell plays a character named Mr. Nobody. Amazing. So anyway, how can Graham find The Rock? How did we watch it? Well, we're not talking about The Rock now. No, you're right. We're talking about Big Trouble in Little China. Um, It is on HBO Go Oh, so you can come over and watch it, Graham. So, yeah, come over and watch it. Great. Yeah, definitely don't watch it illegally. Um, That would be a crime. We, we cannot recommend we that you do so on this podcast that is available that. to the public. Yeah. Though you could probably find it if you looked. But we don't recommend but doing so. That's what criminals do. And <laughs> criminals are bad. Okay. Great. All right. Well, that is Big Trouble in Little China starring Kurt Russell movie. and Samantha from... It's like every B kung fu movie thrown together with 80s just like ridiculousness. And Jackie Westerns. Chan was almost in this movie. Was he? Yeah. 
Okay. Anyway, that's all for now. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Graham.